Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Causeway Street Podcast, your favorite Celtics podcast, the Causeway Street Podcast. At Causeway Street on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You know? Top five dead or alive, Top man. five dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? He's at Jadakiss. Well here, of course, we got Dutra in the house. My name is Joe Sway, and we have plenty to talk about. Jay Crowder is one of the best defenders in the league. I think that's what's going to get the ball rolling for the Celtics in free agency. That is the absolute best he can do in terms of moving his assets. Come on, trade. It's a draft. Come on, let's go. Come on, come on, come on. They're not too far off in terms of being a top-notch Eastern Conference contender. In case you missed it. songs ever recorded this oh, one right here wow this, this is the thing about the Causer Street podcast Joel doesn't tell me what he's gonna play so he gets my natural reaction and I wish you could see us man yeah I can't I, I can't even explain how much I love this song that's what takes him so long to speak because he's bobbing his head oh man I'm just I'm, I'm here I'm hearing most Def just just kill it in my head right now but yeah, I love most Def. love to live quality probably this is probably the best song they ever made but all that aside guys it's the Causer Street podcast Joseph Pavone, Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra. We're in the building here, and we're Hi. finally going to talk about some Celtics preseason because Ooh. we're about midway through. Uh, it's almost done now. Wow. We've got, what, about three games left now? What? Yeah, we're, we're yeah, more than right. halfway through now, actually. Yeah. All right, well, excuse me. It's four, four down, three to go. At four half down, time, three to go. That, that's almost half right At halftime, we were yeah, halfway half, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's an, odd number. That's an odd number of preseason games, Sean, so give me the benefit of the doubt. Well, you fucked up. Well, this game, I don't know, it, it cracked me up because I feel like Brooklyn was playing as if this was a regular season. Uh, you know, they're, they're about to clinch the playoff type of game, and they still couldn't get it done. Well, Brooklyn hates Boston, if you didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. And why? For great reason. It's been going on for quite a while. Oh, you don't know why, did you? No. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't know about or you didn't hear about the, uh, the Danny Ainge 2013 heist? I did the hear gift, the, heist, the heist the, of the decade. The gift that keeps on giving. The Da Vinci Code. You know, it's funny because towards the end of the game, you got Jalen Brown making a huge play. And it's like, oh, Brooklyn. Hey, guess what? This could have been yours, could've Brooklyn. Could have been your mistake. Could have been yours. Could have been your mistake. Oh, he's still a mistake. What? What? Yep. Who said that? Are you wait, still on that boat? Wait until the regular season, man. Tell That's me. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on a second. Are you still on that boat waving that flag, saying, calling Jalen Brown a mistake? No, you got you to gotta ask him that question in December. Yes, I need some regular season action. Thank you very much. How's Jamal Murray doing? How's Buddy Hill doing? I mean, neither one of these guys are really How about Ben Simmons? blowing it up right now in terms of putting on stellar performances that are better than what Jalen Brown is doing for the Celtics. Okay. In the preseason, I'm cool with it. But, I mean. So then why are you talking trash already? 
I just made a little. No, you're talking. You're kind of talking drink. I made a little, little, been, little he's, joke. He's, uh, being, he's being a little quirky. That's all. That's all. You know. He's being doucherish. Yeah. I think he's being a little douchey. Is what I think. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Hey. Is that a play on his last name? Wait, yeah. What? what the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, anyways, no. Jalen Brown has a little sass. So I will. Say, I will give you podcast. this. I will give you this. Jalen Brown has impressed me. A little bit, but my expectations were. You know so what? You should have kept. You should have kept that to yourself. You my expectations. No, 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 no. So I have a better low. idea. I have a better should've idea. Should have uh, Elaborate. Tell me how he's impressed yes, you. My, Break my, it down for me. I so, want to hear this. So my expectations were that he would be like probably the worst player in the top ten in the draft. I don't think he's going to be the worst player in the top ten in the draft anymore. But he still wasn't worth the number three overall pick. We'll see. But his athleticism is translating to the. Preseason, which is very easy to do. Wait until love, the regular season. I love how you say he's not a number three pick, but you don't have a crystal clear like alternative that the Southerns could have gone. Uh, yeah, Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Jamal Murray. Buddy Heald. So I don't you, care. You're still sticking with that? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go back to what you Second said. Bender. I'm going to go back to what you said before, and let's just wait till the regular season. Okay. But in the meantime, all we have is these preseason games. Uh, Jalen Brown sort of had a bit of a slow start in the first half, but he mm. picked things up in the second uh, two, what was it? No, three for six, four for four from the free throw line. Finished with 10 points. Uh, what do we got? Three assists. See, you can't sleep on his passing game, by the way. That's, that's one of the things I tweeted out. Had a nice monstrous dunk. Had a monstrous yeah, dunk I mean, there. And the, from, the, the, the best pass of the night. Smart. The best pass. Well, maybe the second best pass of the night. Aside from the, uh, alley-oop. The alley-oop from Marcus Smart. The oop, the oop. Was the behind the back. Oh, man. I mean, this dude. He's just he's just smooth with it, man. The dude's got no, this dude got he's swag. He's really good in man. transition. I'll give you that. But I don't. He's think, good in transition. He slashes to the hoop the, and he if, gets to the free throw. No, if the that's if, what he does. If the if the game slows down, I don't see how it's going to work for him. But I mean, if he's able to control the tempo, yeah. Yeah, but this game well, doesn't I mean, slow down. As long as the Celtics keep playing their system, which exactly. is exactly get out the get out in transition, right. force turnovers. Right. Stevens doesn't slow things floor, down. Get a dunk in there too. The okay, Celtics are at their best when they're. It's the preseason, Sean. We're going to talk, we're gonna talk about I the talk third about overall pick. The best player on the Celtics. Uh, Mr. Al Horford. Al Horford. All right. We can Already talk about that. proving to be the best player on the Celtics. The most valuable player on the Celtics. Well, I think we knew this before he got no, signed. No, because, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't think of it that well, way. Well, I, I, I mean, I just did a clip show in my head. We talked about this. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Must have been... Uh, during, during one of your, your free agent of the week's talks. Ah, you know, did I? So I had some dis- foresight here. We discussed, we discussed this. All right. Anyways, what, what, what I'm saying, though, is Al Horford an, a came to the Celtics and is immediately the best player on the team. Who's, he's who he thought we would, he, you know, what's the, what's the He's who we thing? thought he was. Yo, he would be. <laughs> R.I.P. Denny Green. He died. Damn, yeah, we not feel bad. Yeah. Well, no, I think Joel was trying to – uh, Trying to take away the plural and and, and and he fucked it up. He fucked it up big time. Yeah, I did. Speed all over the grave. Yeah, he's looking down at me like this motherfucker. Dude, I had one line. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and you fucked it up. You fucked it up. All right, but no, but Al, Al Horford has lit, literally looks like the missing piece. Like everything that was wrong with the Celtics last year when they would get in those funks, it seems like Al Horford's able to fix that with his uh, mastery of the pick and roll. The pick and pop that he has, and the in the way that he knows to drive or to pop, pop uh, you know, yeah, pop. And, no, I and haven't. Jump. I haven't seen it since since Kevin Garnett for the Celtics team. Seriously, yeah. and, and it, it legitimately, and that that I'm not saying he's Kevin Garnett. Obviously, right, Al right. Horford isn't, but that is the type of role he's going to play, right. and it and it's vital. And his defense has been on point. Mm-hmm. So if he can do that and stay healthy, which is going to be the big question mark, I think. Throughout the contract, they've legitimately. We all knew this was the biggest signing, but people were so high on Duran. I think it did get a little overshadowed. Mm-hmm. The the that you just got the best player on your team, which I think is huge for the Celtics. They needed yeah. a superstar. They got a superstar, which I is think, awesome. I think a lot of people don't realize when you sign someone that immediately becomes your best player. It's it's huge. It, it's it's significant, okay? Put it well, that way. No, I mean, and, and, and you know what it is, though? You know what it is? Everyone is, you know, automatically comparing this team to the Cavaliers. Is this team right. the Cavs? No. Can they beat the Cavs? Maybe. Yes. 
Yes, they can in a four game in a seven game series. Maybe, maybe not. We have to find that out. But you can't go into the season thinking that oh, okay, oh, so didn't get Durant. Oh no, there's, there's no chance there's they, no, they're going to yeah, they're going to yeah. be relevant. Which is sort of sort of what I think people that's were exactly feeling. what's yeah. that's, that's what's happening. Yeah. But what I love the most about this whole thing is how the Celtics look on the national stage. You know. I mean, 22 national broadcast games. That's, I mean, you get two all-stars on the team now. You have two all-stars on the team. You have one of the best defenders on the team in mm-hmm. Avery Bradley. And you have a one surrounding cast. One of the best cast, coaches in the league. One of the best coaches in the league. One of the most popular coaches on the league. Yep. In, in the league. Yep. And you have a surrounding cast that is, you, is you, only going to get better. I mean, probably, Jay Crowder is only going to get better. If you consider Jalen Brown's only going to get better. a role player, he's the best role player in the league. Marcus Smart's only going to get better. Um, the best already. Jay Crowder. Oh, Jay Crowder. Yes, yeah. I said Jay Crowder would be the best role player in the league. I thought you said Jalen Brown for a second. I was like, wait, what? Why would I ever say that? You would never say that. That's why I was surprised when I thought that. Anyways, um, you know what else is going to be good about the Al Horford signing? Isaiah Thomas. This he's gonna feel like he needs to pick up his game because he doesn't want to let go of this team and say this is now Al Horford's team. I think you're going to see a, a big rise out of Isaiah Thomas this year. For better or for worse, he, he's going he's gonna to try to go out there and prove it that this is his team. Well, we're, right. That alludes to my point about them being under a microscope and how they're going to be on the national stage for a lot of games throughout this regular season. So, Well, in, this, in this small sample of the preseason, um, I've liked the small things that Al Horford has done so far. The, uh, the rebounding and not automatically kicking it out to somebody – He'll dribble it up himself, himself. Um, i.e. you mentioned it earlier. That's kind of Kevin Garnett-ish. The second thing is his ability to, to set picks and know when to and when not to. Exactly. Yeah. That's not yeah. – That's you can't, that you can't you know, let you, that go un, un, unnoticed. Al Horford in the pick and roll is going to open up so many things for the offense. So many things. Like he is the – he's probably I – don't, I don't know this for a fact, but top – Five easily, big man in the pick and roll in the NBA. If you had to pick one, okay. It's, I mean, I don't, I don't. It's, watch... it's preseason, so we're gonna, we're yeah, gonna, we're see, gonna fact check you on that. But wait, wait, but no, see, but I mean, even, but even Sean, in Atlanta, though, he, but Sean, that was but his no, thing. no, no, no. You wouldn't have said that before he came to the Celtics, right? Because I didn't. Now that like you that. see it, although you, you realize though. how important he is well, to now, a team. Now you're gonna look at Atlanta this year, and they're basically replacing uh, Al Horford who was a versatile new-age big man with Dwight Howard, who's not going to do anything. Who reached the ceiling about six right. years ago. Yeah. So Celtics, Celtics won 100-97. to uh, It was a bit of a close game, like we said. Brooklyn was fighting hard. You know, one of the things that I took away from this game— How did Anthony Bennett do? The, in Brooklyn, terms, the Brooklyn fans were in the house. Well, no, not only that, but in, in terms of uh, how how this team was, was doing their substitution, it really caught me by surprise that— uh, Louis Scola was playing almost the entire fourth quarter. I didn't completely understand that because last time I checked, he's a veteran and he's someone that you know you don't gotta conserve his minutes. Check out, I guess. Yeah, conserve his minutes a bit. They know but, that Louis Scola kills the Celtics. That's why. And you don't want to have Bennett out in that situation. Is it okay to call Anthony Bennett? Bennett should be playing forty the best, minutes. The best a game right one now because you want to see what he. Has. But that's how good he is. Anthony Bennett's legitimately the best number one pick in the past ten years. Yeah. Clearly, if you're not picking up our sarcasm, then there's something wrong with y'all. With that I being said, Bennett, with that being said, uh, one Bennett for nine one. from the floor. Bennett number one. Zero for three from behind the arc. Two points, two blocks. He also got blocked. No, two steals. He got two steals. Not, not too bad, I guess. Yeah, sure. Anthony Bennett's really good. Yeah. I'll never forget when I realized Anthony Bennett was a bust. I went to the. Those are good. Those are good rookie numbers. Oh wait. I went. I went to the. I went to the Cavs game. I went to the Cavs game, and the Celtics Cavs game went like his first game in Boston, and I was just watching him, and I was like, "This guy has literally no clue what he's doing." They would literally. They would put. He's not a three point shooter, and they would say, "Go to the corner and just get out of the way." Anthony Bennett sucks. He absolutely sucks. Could you imagine? I mean, that draft wasn't that great to begin with. No, it wasn't. But could you imagine if the— It's a disgrace to Canada. It, well, yeah. <laughs> Canada's not doing itself any favors anyway. Hey, man, come on, man. I was just trying to make a proof of point. Hockey is cool. That's good. You're right. Um, but could you imagine if the Cavs actually drafted, like, 
I don't know, Nerlens Noel or I don't know. That that draft wasn't that great, but I mean Anthony Bennett, bro, with the number one overall pick. My, my whole thing with him is how did the Timberwolves when they decided to trade Kevin Love were like, hmm, who are we missing? We already asked for you know a lot of things in this package. Ah, Anthony Bennett. Yep. Don't you think the Timberwolves would have rather traded now for because basically when you look at that trade now, it's um, they should have asked for Trishan Thompson. No, they should have taken the Celtics draft picks. Oh, that too. Yeah, they were stupid not to do that. You got Anthony Wiggins, uh, Anthony, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Anthony. close. Anthony because you think about Anthony, you think about Anthony Bennett. Andrew that's why. Bennett. You, you, you know. just, just shitting on the Canadians today, huh? Fuck the Canadians. It's hockey season, man. Fuck the Canadians. Um, don't you think that the Timberwolves really would have rather taken the picks from the Celtics, some Brooklyn picks and shit? Why would why didn't they take that? Instead, they took they basically traded Kevin Rubb for Andrew Wiggins because Ben is a joke, and you're not going to get anything with that late round Cav pick. Yeah. That makes sense, though. That's what they were thinking. They were. They, they didn't want to get fleeced again. But right? no, they had their hopes. They had their hopes on Andrew Wiggins was going to be. Do you remember when Andrew Wiggins came in the league? Right. No. People I, were comparing yeah. him to like LeBron. People right. were saying that he's going to be like you know one of the top ten guys in the league, and obviously that wasn't the case. Well, after after well, two years, I still years, think he get there. I, just, I still think he. Yeah, could there's get still there. time, but, oh, yeah, but at the time when the trade was done, he was projected to be there already by right. 2016, and that wasn't the case. But after two years of seeing what. Wiggins has done and the, what he's capable of doing. Like, don't you think maybe the Cavs could have saved themselves some money and watched this kid, you know, develop yeah. into something else well, alongside LeBron James? They wouldn't have won. They wouldn't have won the championship last year because yeah. Kevin Love had a killer finals. Well, that's like <laughs> that goes back to my, my point, though. <laughs> Laid it on thick this episode. Uh, folks. People were saying that. Andrew Wiggins is going to be like a LeBron. So, like, oh, there's no way these two can coexist. But just with each just other. imagine them, like, on the floor. Oh, well, yeah, because you're running, saying that now because you know floor. what he panned out no, to I be. Got you. No, I, That's I, what I'm see, saying. No, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But, no, they, they should have given it a shot yeah, at no, least. They could have made that same trade halfway no, through the year. No, but it's just Nobody that, was no, thinking that at the time. It's what, whatever LeBron wanted. LeBron was like, I want Kevin Love. Make that happen. I don't care if you get rid of Wiggins or not. Kevin Love needs to be on the squad. There was a time where, like, shortly after 2010 or 2011, people were like, the Celtics need to just. Break up the big three and and they they call it tank for Wiggins. Oh no, it was tank it, for Wiggins. It was after um, 2012. 12, right? Yeah, when they went, they were in game seven of the. Of the and then they went. The, uh, what they went one more year? Called tank for Wiggins. What the hell was it called? It was tank for. Yeah, it was tank for Wiggins. No, it was either Wiggins was the, the highlight no. of that draft. Was it? Yes. No, it was. It was tank. It was. It wasn't tank for it Wiggins. Wasn't tank for Wiggins. Though. It was a funny saying. You fucked up the saying. Yeah. I think I, don't the, know. I think the tanking that, was that's all. That's what I remember. No, I think I the tanking was after Paul Pierce got traded. It was like tank for Parker or tank for no, no, because Wiggins had already came. Oh, no, that was arrived. the Marcus Smart draft. Yeah. So who was who who drafted who drafted number one that draft? Or who was taken in that draft number one? It wasn't Wiggins. Wiggins was the year before. Wiggins was the year after. The year yeah, after two thousand fourteen. The no. smart smart year was Joel Embiid. No, I'm sorry. Wiggins was two thousand fifteen. Yes, uh, Joel Embiid, and you had um, wow. Why am I drawing a blank? That was like the most. Amp that was for the draft ever, two thousand and four. That was two thousand and fourteen. Fourteen, the yep. smart draft. Smart draft. No, yeah. So yeah. Wiggins was fourteen. Yeah. yeah fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I said fifteen. Fourteen. Yeah, it was Wiggins and Embiid. LeBron just got just got oh, okay. just got right. killed no, in the finals. 13. He went to yeah. Cleveland, been back to Cleveland. Yeah. And so then they drafted they drafted Wiggins. What was the saying that the Boston had to take? They drafted Wiggins before before Braun Anyways, went back. We're, we're getting off on a, we're getting off on a tangent here. Yeah, we went all over the place, but okay. One thing I wanted to uh, ask you guys about uh, going the answer in, is no. Going into this podcast, it's not what, a yes or no answer. It's not a yes or no answer. You douche. The answer is still no. Sean, what did I say earlier? Sean Dusha. Dushy. That doesn't even sound right, man. Sean Dusha. Why you just get so mad right now? I'm just saying. Is there someone trying to do this to you before? Was no, this something I got, that was like in I high got, school or something? I got pooptra when I was in uh when I was in elementary school. That didn't last too long because I murdered the kid. Well, whoa. That sounds like an you elementary school. You just made his accomplice. That sounds like a yeah, now an you elementary guys know. school. And everybody else knows too. How's that? Sounds How like a plural. Accomplices? Accomplice? Accompli? Accompli. Accompli. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Sounds like an accompli. elementary school uh, joke, but yeah. no. What Drowned I want to talk about. Drowned his ass in chocolate milk, man. What I want to ask you about was uh, Marcus Smart. Now. 
Marcus Smart killed himself. Finished a he finished with a plus fourteen. Right. Damn, Marcus. Game high plus fourteen. Uh, Thirteen points, four assists. What was his? Uh, but he was four for ten from the floor. Okay, that was which isn't thing. too bad. But he had an air ball. He was zero for four from behind the arc. Oh, so does an air ball mean two missed shots or something now? So at this point in the preseason, guys, what do you think about Marcus Smart? Is he someone that's going to actually elevate his game this season, or is he still trying to figure out his role? I don't what mind. I like What's talk? going on? Do you want me to talk? Let, to you let, 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 let me get, let me get this one. You go. Let me get this. You one. got it. I got it. I got this one. I got it after. I got. It. I got right. it. His D obviously has been great. His uh, passing ability has been great. Mm-hmm. His rebounding has been well. His passing has been has been okay, not great, but good. How about that? Good. 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 Okay. His uh That's a great adjective. His rebounding <laughs> His uh rebounding has been has been the same. Great. Okay. All right. We'll use that adjective. Great. But his shooting re- remains to be iffy. Marcus Smart iffy. It's is horrible. Well, Marcus Smart. I I, I, I have I have I think Marcus Smart can still improve. I just don't think it's going to be the type of improvement everyone's looking for. Well, Everyone's, we haven't seen the improvement. Let's put it like that. No, I think we've seen a little bit of improvement. I, I think, I, think I think a year ago we saw that it was going to be, you know, going on that, that that direction because of summer league. He didn't do summer league this year. So right. then we're all waiting to see what he's done between April and now. So do we all agree with me that he did improve between year one and year two, right? Not offensively. Not offensively. But I don't think that he's ever going to improve offensively enough that we're going to think why, that Marcus Smart is a threat. So but that's why when we talk about him being a sixth man, I don't think that that's a guarantee. Like, he's a shoe-in for that because well, that's he why doesn't I, improve offensively. Well, see, that's what pisses me off, though, because he should be. Like, why aren't he you be, the huh? sixth man? Why he will aren't be you? the sixth man. Mm. Yeah, but he's not playing like it, though. That's yeah, but, I mean, saying. so the sixth man, the sixth man in, in, I think – our eyes is someone that can come off the bench and light it up offensively. No, it's someone that's going to give you just energy on both ends of the floor. That's what I mean. And Marcus Smart can give you that. I mean, I think he has shown a little bit uh, more maturity on the offensive end, at least. Maturity is a big thing. I mean, he's been able to he's been able to seem like he's more comfortable running the offense. But his shot selection is still well, still doo doo. Well. And, I mean, it is the preseason, so let's give yeah. him a little bit of a break. He's probably yeah. trying to find his rhythm and stuff like that, and who cares what his shot selection is. But This is probably his best game in the preseason. Right, right. But, I mean, a plus 15? I mean, last year, he was doing the little things, and it mm. wasn't really translating into, like, a great plus minus, which is what I looked for out of him as not an offensive stud, some guy that affects the game on the defensive end. Uh, can can you know get his teammates involved? Can rebound the basketball? All that stuff, all the little things like you were saying before. Um, his plus minus should be through the roof. And if and if that is how I'm going to judge Marcus Smart this year, is if Marcus Smart has a great plus minus, that tells me that he's doing everything that he can, positively and affecting the game positive positively, it, and that's the improvement that I'm going to look for this year. Yeah, I mean. Because it's not going to be, he's presented. not going to average 40, 14 points a game. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get there. I think he's going to be right around an eight to nine point score. But, no, but when when Sway it's valuable points, it's valuable points. When Sway originally asked the question um, a few episodes ago about who should be the sixth man or should Marcus Smart be the sixth man, the obvious answer is yes. I don't have a problem with him not being that as long as he does what he's doing. Now, if he stays aggressive going to the hoop and getting to the free throw line and making his free throws. Anywhere, anywhere I can get the points, I'm happy with that. Hey, you know what? I don't mind that. If Terry Rozier steps up and wants to be the sixth man, or he he's proven that he's doing that, or Jalen Brown, or I don't know, whoever, don't Gerald, say Green. Gerald Green. Oh, I just said it, but I'm just, I'm just saying, say I'm that, just saying, whoever, man. whoever. If somebody, if somebody steps up to be the sixth man, that's fine. If there's no sixth man in this team, that might be a problem. Well, I think I think you also have to. You're sleeping on Kelly Olynyk too. I mean, coming off the bench. Well, he's still we, he's still not 100. percent so Right, but I think I he's kind of he's kind of he's as incomplete right now. Right, right. But I, you know, obviously the starting lineup, you're gonna have Thomas, Bradley, Crowder, Horford, Johnson. After that, the second lineup, the 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 second string. I mean, it's not. It's a drop off, but it's not it's not that bad. I mean, you have a defensive minded second unit that will look for scoring. That's what the problem is with a second line, second unit. So, to be the sixth man, you're going to look for your biggest offensive threat. 
on the second unit, which, I mean, if you guys have realized, we actually don't really have. It's been, like, different every game. Again, small sample, but. But, I mean, even 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 Evan Turner last year, he would he would give you a spark off the bench in, on a game-to-game basis. You've The Celtics have never had, since Isaiah Thomas moved to the starting lineup, you haven't had anybody to come off the bench and just give you that spark offensively and know this guy's about to start dropping buckets. So, I don't know. that, that That's going to be a big question mark for me this year, but let's move on. Well, the Celtics now 3-1 and one in the four games? All right. Well, how do you say that in Spanish? Well, say one. Tres. Ye. Yeah. Uno. Tres. 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 Tres y uno. Yeah, I got that shit. Okay, guys. Out of Jordan Mickey, RJ Hunter, James Young, who's the odd man out? Who's not making this team? I think you know my answer. Say those four again. Jordan Mickey, James Young, and RJ Hunter. Who's not making this team? Did you say four names the first time and three names the second time? No, it's just three names. I just said out of these names, didn't I? Or did I say four? I think you said four, and then you said three, and that's what threw me off. No, it's just three names. Well, I know it's three and names. And Ben Bentel. Who's not making this team? <laughs> ben Bentel. There we go. All right. I mean, I'm out. I'll see you guys. I'm out. Okay, right. I meant to say three because obviously three, what about three out of those Jackson? four guys about Jackson? Gonna, three out of those four guys aren't going to make it. Demetrius Jackson's got legit. Out of RJ Hunter and James Young, who's not making this team? Okay. <laughs> let's just narrow it down. Okay, let, let's have a serious discussion about this. Because, uh, well, can we agree on the fact that I think Jordan Mickey can be at the end of the bench? This, yes, this Jordan Mickey's going to make the Okay, team. yeah. He just, he's deserved it, right? What has made RJ Hunter so, like, and it always get he's Nothing. Won- nothing. That's why I want to have this discussion. Thank because you. Because he hasn't looked great at all throughout this preseason. No, and last year he had one good game. But James Young has had a few good games in the NBA. And he so, had a, a uh, one good game in this preseason. Why? Why? Game. Why is everyone so quick to give RJ Hunter the spot? They don't want to give up on give up on RJ Hunter, but they all want to give up on James Young. Why? I don't get that. I don't Three get years. that at all because he's been in the league longer. Three years. That's the reason. No. Okay. So this uh, uh, RJ Hunter's been in the league two years. That one. Not year. one year. No. This is his second. It's going to be his second. Yes. This is going to be James Young's third. Yes. No. Yes, he was drafted okay, with Marcus yeah, Smart. Gonna be, all right, this is going to be a start. Okay, so okay. two years versus one. There's only one year difference between the two, and James Young is probably younger than RJ Hunter. But it goes back to what I've said before about about practice. Why is it, why is the coach elected to give more minutes to RJ Hunter versus James Young? I I I I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I have a that's solid okay. answer. That's an honest answer. That's all right. We but, don't know either. But but the same time is though. What have you? All we can see is what we've seen from R.J. Hunter. Defensively, he's way worse, in my opinion, than James Young. Defensively. Not way worse, but okay. I think they're the I'll, same. Okay, <laughs> they, honest, they both suck, same. right? They're yeah, washed. I but don't you if I remember, had to pick one, maybe don't you remember, give James Young. But don't you remember when R.J. Hunter was lighting it up? Like There was that one game at the beginning of the year last year where R.J. Hunter had like no, 13 you're right, points. No, you're right. You're right. And, and he got taken out of the game because he couldn't guard anybody. You're right. You're right. But what did we just mention two minutes ago about the second unit? Who was more valuable offensively? I don't R.J. Know. Hunter? Or James Young. I think it comes down to for, for to 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 pick between those two, and it's it obviously you know as a, as as the coach Stevens is going to look and say who's going to win the job. I've seen neither of those two. They're not they're not great. They're not. It's not like both but, of them but, are really far apart from each other. They're not. They're, they're not. not. They're and, not. But they're neither not. of those two. I got you. I got you. Have but, done anything to win the job? It could come down to. Right, a night that nobody is making shots, nobody, mm. and that Stevens just like oh, I'm, 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 I give up. RJ, get in the game. This is what he did and against he the starts, Atlanta Hawks. I mean? Yeah, and in, he starts. In the, in the, in the he hits playoffs. a couple of threes, just like two threes, and yeah. all of a sudden the Celtics are back in it. Just, to, just for that, just, just show him. Just hear me out. Like his attitude is like he's always ready. James Young, to me, right? I'm, again, this is how what I see. James Young. And he comes in a situation like that. He's he's like, oh, I'm coming in. We're like we're down by like 15, and he's just like his attitude or his body language to me sometimes. It's like I don't want to come in in these moments. I want to come in in other and better moments. But R.J. Hunter stays. Like his attitude is his attitude versus James Young's attitude. I feel like James Young is more talented than R.J. Hunter. I know, but again, it comes down to effort 
Mm-hmm. Comes down to attitude. It comes down to professionalism. Sometimes, sometimes those little things is what you honestly what my, wins, wins the coach no, over. No, no. Honestly, in my opinion, I think it comes down to who can fulfill that role, who can come into the game and knock down some threes. And I think if you had to pick one out of the two, you're picking RJ Hunter. Honestly, because what can RJ? Uh, what can yeah, then, either one of them? What so can what RJ gonna, Hunter or James Young do better than I don't know? Let's say Jalen Brown. Let's say okay, we want a better slasher. Neither one of them can be a better slasher than Jalen Brown, right? Correct. Who can be a better? Uh, not that they would ask for this out of the two, but what, who can be a better? Uh, I don't know, distributor or passer. May I ask you something? Though? There's I, a bunch of other guys. Going. You know, you know what I'm saying, right? So if we're talking about, I feel like out of the two, what's most important is out of you guys, who can be a knockdown shooter? Right. Who can come in this game and knock down a few threes to get us back into a game? Neither of them have shown that they can be. I know that. Obviously, well, throughout this preseason, they haven't. But R.J. Hunter in moments, has knocked down a few threes for this, for so this team. So has James Young. James Young is okay. He's more of a garbage time player than, than someone that's like, I'm just going to bring, you know, okay, no, wait, no, shoot no. me, in, shoot me no. back into a game. James Young has knocked down a couple threes for this team, but the difference between the two is that R.J. Hunter has just a better, like, I don't know, track, Hunter, has a better track record. R.J. Hunter John. is new. James Young, people were year two of James Young and saying the same things. That people will be saying about R.J. Hunter at the end of this year. No, but you Sean, get you get Sean, you you're, you're forgetting the fact that last year, after Devin Booker, R.J. Hunter was the best shooter in that draft. You can't say that about James Young. He was the second best shooter in that draft in that class after Devin Booker. Uh, okay, I don't even care. I'm Ma- not even going to think about it. Matter of fact, yes, you could sure. switch those I don't guys. Care. Yeah, but you could switch those guys, and R.J. Hunter would be in the same situation that Devin Booker is in Phoenix. But the only difference is that, obviously, this is a more competitive team than, Fe- than the Phoenix Suns. That's the only difference. Yeah, how do you mind, dude? You don't think that would be the case? If No. If R.J. Hunter was in Booker's shoes, that he wouldn't be getting the same kind of playing time and be the same sort of shooter <laughs> as Yo, Devin Booker. No. What? How far off is R.J. Hunter from Devin Booker in terms of pure shooting? Yo, no. Devin Booker has proven he can do it on the NBA level. Proven. And he is a legit knockdown shooter. Devin Booker is going to be, not that I'm trying to, you know, get on the tuna's bandwagon with the Suns and shit, but okay, Devin my man, Booker my is man an, Book. He's an impressive NBA player. It doesn't matter. If, if Devin Booker was on the Celtics last year, he would be showing everybody that he's an impressive NBA player. He wouldn't be getting that much playing time. He, he would I be getting playing time. There's a gap, but the gap's he not would, that big. Devin Booker is if the Booker type of player. Booker was playing is, behind nope, Avery he Bradley, would force, he wouldn't be he playing. He would force minutes. He would force minutes. He would. He would play over Avery Our, Bradley. No, but he would force himself into the game. And, and the coach would think, like, I need to get Devin Booker into this game. Even though I have Thomas, Bradley, Smart. RJ Hunter doesn't get into the, the game. The same thing happened with RJ Hunter during the playoffs. Okay, all right. Avery Bradley was out of the picture, obviously. But that would be the same sort of situation for nah, Devin Booker. Don't, don't, okay, Devin Booker's a better to, shooter. Don't try but to compare RJ Hunter to Devin Booker because Devin Booker's a better close. shooter. But the, this is ridiculous. I can't gap, believe I'm even having this argument right the now. The gap isn't that, isn't that big. Well, it's huge. Also, also, also take it to like Devin Booker was up for like Ocean, rookie bro. of the year last year. He should have been. He was like, he finished fifth. Yeah, he had the best second half. And he played for one of the worst teams in the NBA. All right. Also take into account when this team was fully healthy. Those two weren't going to get off the bench. Right. RJ Hunter and, 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 and James Young. Let's, I'm gonna, come, back. Let's I'm gonna, come back to that. I'm going to throw out this theory right. right now is that James Young, I think, is a little upset with the Celtics organization. Well, as anyone would be at his age. Because I don't, he, think, he, he, I don't he, think he should be, honestly. He should no, be upset with himself. No, but, but think about it. Like, you, you get drafted. What was he, number 13? No. No. 16. 16, yeah. So he was only 10 spots behind Marcus Smart. They're giving Marcus Smart every opportunity. Why, though? To play. Why? To do. Right, right, but just hear me out. Hear me out. Defense. And they didn't give James Young, like, a sniff. Like, they knew that the defense wasn't there, but they didn't give James Young a sniff. That was the the, the beginning of that, that year in 2014. Um, 14. <laughs> every time. What is with that draft? We keep forgetting what who year was drafted in that year. Uh, they didn't give James Young a sniff. Like, I feel like that was the year to just throw him in and see what he could do. But then they were like, we're developing him. We're developing him. And there's, they're, they, they, I, I don't, I don't care about James Young. 
I just don't think the Celtics should give up on him because I also don't think that they have given him the chance, a, a consistent chance on the NBA level to show what he can do. Yeah. And if they cut James Young and they let him go, he's going to go to a team and he's going to be a solid role player for that team because somebody who gets him. On the will, Kings, maybe. I think the Knicks. I just see him being <laughs> on the Knicks. I, I just see well, him like a Knicks. He should have stayed another year in college. But Sean, happens. but, Sean, who is he going to play over? That's the thing. He's not going to play over Jay Crowder. No, he's not. He's not That's going to play that, over Jalen Brown. He's not going to play over Terry Rozier. I'm sorry. Terry I understand Rozier. that. I understand that. He's I not going to play over Evan Turner last year. He's not even going to play over Jonas Jerebko. But if you give There's me no R.J. Hunter, if you have to pick between R.J. Hunter and um, James Young, I'm taking James Young. Who's a better shooter? They're equal, shoot, equal shooters. No, R.J.'s a better shooter. You go for the better shooter. That's my opinion. That's what this team needs. R.J. Hunter is the last three guy off the bench. Yeah. They need three-point shooting more than anything. If R.J. Hunter was And R.J. Hunter is a better shooter. R.J. Hunter is an inconsistent NBA shooter. That's fair. But so the skill set is still there. It's like so this is the thing about RJ, man. RJ, but that's just thing. The only RJ thing RJ is like Hunter can his, do he's, is shoot. He's in his head. James man. Young can slash. He can score. He can create his own shot. Yeah, he but not at a significant dribble. level, though. But RJ, not right, at a but significant RJ level. Hunter can't on, do. Th- okay, no, but, uh, no, but RJ crazy. Hunter, he's, he's he's demonstrated other things. He's demonstrated rebounding. He's demonstrated passing. James Young is demonstrating nothing but okay. shooting. That's yeah, it. that's fair. But my whole thing is that RJ Hunter has the potential to be a great shooter. That's what. That's my opinion. He has the potential, but he's in his head, and he needs more time. And if he had the same time as James Young, I don't know. I think there would be better results than what we've been seeing from James Young ever since his rookie campaign. All right, let's get to it in case you missed it because there's so much to talk about, and I can't wait to get into it because this NBA headlines has been crazy the past few days. Joel, let me know. Tell, in me, case, in tell case, me what I missed. Let me know. In case you missed it. Derek Gross? Paul Pierce? Just kidding. No, we'll get ahead of him in a second. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. No, 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 don't, don't get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. Paul Pierce. That's supposed to be a joke. Yeah, don't guess yeah. what's going to happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> I like I like guessing. Paul Pierce. <laughs> can I get the Can I get the Can I get to the homie Paul? Ah! What about Paul? What about What about my dude? This is some good news. What's well, going on? We already dude? know. What about the good news? <laughs> we already know. <laughs> we already We already knew that he's retiring after the season, right? Yes. Yeah, I've heard right. about that. Yeah. Have we talked about that on the podcast? Yeah, we yet? did. We did. We did. We mentioned it in the last episode. But he's not going to retire in a Clippers jersey. He had mentioned on um, Sirius, the NBA channel, on Sirius XM, that he will retire a Celtic, meaning after this season, he will sign with the Celtics and officially retire in green. I like it. But. Hell yeah. As he should. But. A lot of people are assuming that it's going to be like a one-day contract. That's okay. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. I mean, going through Facebook the other day, and everyone's like, oh, I'm so excited, man. Paul's going to retire in green the way he should, this and that. But I'm like, yeah, but he's not He's not going to play a game in the Celtics uniform, you know, which is I, I think but, it's crazy. something hoping, I would love to see. But, I'm hoping, though. And don't get me wrong. I, I like that he's doing this, but it's just not quite the same. But I'm it is hoping, what it is. No, but I'm, I'm not surprised by it. I'm hoping this uh, season, though. He gets waived because Doc has said if Paul wants to be waived, he will grant him his wish. The wavity? The wavity. And maybe <laughs> he's a Celtic before the season ends. Hey. This season, not next season. This season. That I would like. That's you know the way what? it should be. Before the Celtics went out and signed Gerald Green, which I didn't see coming at all. I mean, who saw that coming anyways? That no, was something the, I the would. The oldest guy on the team, by the way. That's, that was something that I would love to see. For Paul Pierce, I was like, they should go if they can. Some, you know, call up Danny. I mean, excuse me, call up. We could have traded Ben Bentel. Danny could have exactly. Danny could have called up Doc and said, "Look, here's a couple, a couple of these picks I just selected. Here's a future second rounder." I'm not happy. I'm you not want happy. Ante? Zizek? I'm not happy with Doc. Yeah, I'm not happy with Doc, man. Not He's gonna, gonna save Paul for the playoffs and. Put him in a situation where he barely played last year in the playoffs. What makes you think he's going to do that this year? Boy, you let me finish. He's going to put him right. in a situation where they're losing by like twenty points, and then he's like, "Okay, Paul, go in there and do your thing." No, no, no. You got to put Paul in a situation like the way the Woods has treated him. Okay, maybe he, you don't have to start him, but you put him in a situation where I mean, he, he can come should, in. He should be a starter, I think. All right, all right. Well, like you got rid that's of, neither here or there. Paul My whole point is that Paul should be getting thirteen, fourteen, fifteen minutes. And those minutes should be meaningful, though. You you don't put him in 
when it's garbage time. You don't put him in when you're down by 20 in the third quarter and you need a couple threes to get back into it. You put him in a situation where he's going to be the, I don't know, eighth, ninth man off the bench. Hold on, Dutra. You don't think he should start? You don't think he should start over Allen Henderson? On the Clippers? You don't think he should start over freaking Mambute? I don't know how to say the dude's name. I, I mean, what do you mean? Start or, like, play starter minutes? No, start. Why does it? I don't know. You want him at the end of the game. I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay, I don't well, think he well, cares. Actually, actually, or I don't right. think start I care his, if he starts. Start his minutes, like like twenty five, twenty six minutes. What's wrong with I that? I don't think he can. I don't personally. I don't think he could do it right now because I think ideally, yeah, they would want him to do that because they want that veteran leadership in the lineup. But I mean, it's thirty nine years he old. Man. Like, he played like like what sixteen minutes last year. Everything all across the board. All his stats were doo doo. The worst of his career, when he still has he still has some some left in the tank. I believe. I agree with Doc trying to like conserve him, and I'm not trying to see him see play right. 27, 28 minutes. But I, my opinion, off the bench, eighth, ninth man off the bench, played 16, 17 minutes, but consistently. Last year they weren't consistent. Minutes. Let's focus on the let's focus on the real good news is that he's going to be coming back to Boston. Signing a one-day contract, retiring with Boston, and getting his number retired next year. It's going to be funny to see how they play that whole thing out. Because, you know, here in the city of Boston, when someone's going to retire, yep. it, it's, a, it's a huge deal. Yeah. You know what they're going to do? I bet you they're going to do, like, a little, like, you know, ceremony at the Garden. You buy your tickets. You watch Paul <laughs> Pierce come out in the Celtics uniform. He wears everybody. He addresses everyone. And then he just leaves. That's going to be the event. It's going to be like a. It's going to be like, a, going to be like a, a secondary event. A secondary. And then, and then after the NBA night, finals, and then game night, he's going to come yeah. down. He's going to like. He's going to be like, I'm signing the contract, guys. You know what? They may even. They may even One retire day. his number. I really wouldn't put it past nah, them. They, they may retire that. his number. They'll do that on opening night. They'll do that on opening night next year. Opening night. I don't know. Yes, I see them doing it. Right when he comes to sign that one day contract. Nah, no, nah, you want to have it be a game day, baby. You want to have it be a game day. You don't want, you don't want, nah. you want yeah, to have it be know, a game day. But you know how much, you know how many tickets they'll sell just for that ceremony? Right. Look well, what they did they with Larry Bird. Look what Bird Night they when they retired his number. They have another home game, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Looking well, forward to it. Well, Paul had this to say when asked about retiring, and I quote, I had all my glory days, all my prime was pretty much as a Boston Celtic. So he owes it to the fans. End quote. So he's saying he's owes it to the fans to retire in green. So here's to him. Hopefully. Damn right. He hopefully hopefully it happens sooner rather than later. But let's see. Cheers, Paul. Hey, happy birthday. Oh, that's oh, right. Happy yeah. belated. Happy, happy belated. day. Polly boy. 39. And Doc. I didn't forget about you. Fuck that dude. Fuck Doc. Okay. Really, guys? Hey, yeah. In case you missed, I'm like mad that. at him right now. I'm mad at him right now. In no, case I'm you not, missed it, I'm not mad at him. Wait, 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 real quick. Who's the third guy that was? It was, just, like it was his birthday F-bomb. too. He shared a birthday with those two. Remember one year they made a cake and, uh, and all three of their names were on it. Oh yeah. Who's the third person? Steamsma. No, was I'm it? joking, dude. I have no clue what you're talking about. Did I forget. There was three guys. Oh, Brian. You guys messing with me? Patrick. Patrick. No, O'Brien. no. It was. This is the 2011-12 season, I think. Mikey Moore. Shaq, Nate, Troy, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Look it up and then come back to us. In case you missed it, uh, speaking of Paul, one of my favorite players, Draymond Green, decided to go in on Paul after in the same interview that we were talking about before on Sirius XM about him uh, saying that he wouldn't have done what Kevin Durant did. Go to a uh, who said this superstar team. Who said Paul this? Pierce. Paul Pierce said this, and Draymond Green said. Nobody cares about what Paul has done and what he thinks. Stop talking about it. Thoughts? Draymond, Draymond, Draymond. What an asshole. No, not even that. What a way to get at somebody who has done more in this NBA than you may ever do in your life. I mean, when Paul Pierce said what he said, which do you have that, by the way? I think Joel's gonna get, he's getting it right now. Because what, what Paul said was the fact that this new school generation of NBA I'll quote, players. I'll quote what he said. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I don't think they're as hungry or competitive as my generation was, meaning the Tim Duncans, the Kobe Bryants, the Kevin Garnetts, and on and on and on. That's what he said. That Larry Burr would have gone to go play with Magic after nope. losing to them in the finals. Nope, absolutely not. Well, 
Michael Jordan would have gone to play with Detroit after they've lost a couple of times against them in the in the, in the playoffs. Yep. And he was asked a question about, you know, these super teams. And he responded. And Draymond Green had – he got his feelings hurt, I guess. I don't know. Draymond Green is uh, probably the most competitive player in the NBA since Kevin Garnett. This is what we talked about last episode, right, Joel? <laughs> no, I just wanted to feel get about Joel that? all amped up. Now, but um, – I do have somebody, by the way, but we can talk about that in another episode. Okay. No, you can say that for last, but go ahead, Sean. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Paul Pierce can say whatever he wants to say, which he, I think is fine. He's and I think he's earned it. Earned it, right? Draymond Green can't say shit about Paul Pierce, and if Draymond Green wants how, to talk I just, shit, I just love how he chose Paul Pierce to come out because a lot of players have come out and said, you know, their feelings on on this on this you topic. Know what Pierce is Pierce is like still doing it. Like Pierce is really. Paul Pierce is probably the voice of the veteran NBA player right well, now. Well, I feel like he picked Paul Pierce because, yeah, that and because he was he's the most recent person to and comment it's on the this. Clippers versus the Warriors. comment man. on the whole Durant like joining the Warriors. Yeah, that's true. Also, uh, we'll and see. clearly he doesn't like Paul Pierce because this is why he said this. But no, what what rubs me the wrong way is that he's not showing respect at all at the fact that Paul Pierce is a guy who. He's a, what a top twelve, top fourteen scorer in his NBA of all yeah, time. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, yeah. So probably. when yeah. you when you go off and say who you know, no one cares what Paul Pierce has to say. No one cares about what Paul Pierce done. That's just that. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. disrespectful. How, how really. about how about you play ten years in the NBA and then start? Talking yeah, won't you make ten NBA All Star teams and become one of the top twelve, thirteen, fourteen? all-time scores in this league and then you can comment and then you can say what you have to say mm-hmm. and in terms of in terms of paul pierce talking about how this this new generation isn't as competitive do you guys disagree with that no i do sort of like that draymond green took offense to it because he doesn't want to be lumped into everybody else but yeah but he's what? not talking about draymond green. he's talking the, about kevin durant the two best players he's on the team now him. draymond they're pussies what do you mean kevin durant and steph curry they're the new age, new age wimps, dude. That's what it is. Why are they wimps? Do I have, do I have to explain it? To yeah. You? Why are you calling them wimps? Steph Curry didn't leave this team to go join Kevin Durant. Okay, yeah. For what Kevin Durant did. Well, Steph Curry is one of the softest NBA players of all time. Okay, but we were talking about Kevin Durant though. Why right. So it's Kevin Durant, if you want. Yeah. yeah. If you want to talk about him? He was pretty. And we've soft said it before. Well. I think Kevin, what Kevin Durant did was worse than what LeBron James did because right. that team had just beaten you, and you just had them on the ropes, as Paul Pierce said. With a three-one lead. But well, I mean, for those for those that want to say, you know, bring up the argument that oh, Paul Pierce did the same thing, quote unquote, you know, leaving the Celtics and going to Brooklyn, or even just staying with the Celtics and having you know two future Hall of Famers come to his squad. All trades. All trades. Yeah. Number one, all it's trades. Completely different. Had no control over those over those those two situations, and in the second situation, him going to Brooklyn, he wasn't a. I love Paul Pierce. You, you know, you, you, I can't say enough about Paul Pierce. But he wasn't a top three player in the league you know when what? he did this. It's funny you mentioned that because this one of the guys who wrote the, this article, his name is Dan Feldman. He writes for NBC Pro uh, Pro B-Ball Talk. Oh, man. Pro his, B-Ball because Talk. Because NBC is a good source to go to for NBA talk. Wait, wait. His NBA, ar- NBA Pro, B- Pro B-Ball, B-Ball talk? talk? Oh, His B-Ball. article right. was the one that I read. And the entire time while he's saying what happened, he adds his two cents about, oh, well, Paul Pierce, you know, he was the one that requested to be traded to the Dallas Mavericks, which is one isn't true. That's not true. Okay, He didn't clarify the fact mm-hmm. what happened in that situation was that he was hearing rumors about his him being traded. Wait so a he second. told Danny Age, if you're going to trade me, call Dallas. That's that's a completely different situation. This isn't Paul Pierce asking to be traded. This is Paul Pierce saying, if you're going to trade me, I think which Dallas is, on is the a table. good fit, which is on the table. And that's why he brought it up. But I mean, this guy writes for Pro B Ball Talk. So <laughs> why are you, why are you all about that right now? I don't know. It sounds like an awful, awful thing to write for. Like you anyways. can't even write. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. And then he brings up, oh, this is the same Paul Pierce who uh, okayed the trade to Brooklyn. No, no, no. First of all, first of all, he didn't okay it. It was happening. Yeah. He was told you're going to be traded. The to only Brooklyn. person with a no trade clause was Kevin was Garnett. Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce requested, please. Let me, you know. If you're going to trade us, trade us together. You're going to trade us together. Yeah, exactly. Trade us together. I'll talk to KG, and I'll convince him to go to Brooklyn and waive his no-trade clause. And then the last one, this is what got me. Oh, this is the same Paul Pierce 
who calls the Clippers a quote-unquote super team, and he went and joined them. Yeah, he's not Kevin Durant. He's not in his 20s still, and he's at a point of his career where if he can win a title, especially win a title with Doc Rivers, he's going to say yes to that and go back home and play for L.A. So that, that entire argument comparing what Paul Pierce did to what Kevin Durant did this past summer is ridiculous. Okay? This guy sounds like a douchebag. <laughs> sounds like a Celtics hater is what he sounds like. It sounds like a big Celtics hater, and he should just wave his flag as I hate the Celtics uh, really and I hate like Paul Pierce. Douchebag. We should get him on the next podcast, man. <sighs> Try to find him. Try to find him. Might be hard to find him on uh, NBC Sports there because they're all about basketball these days. And, and this guy, probeballtalk.com. After I pull this card, he responds to me saying, oh, 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 oh you got Adam on Twitter? Yeah, I, I did. Oh. Yo, what's his Twitter handle? Let's get everyone get, get at him. Get on him. Get at him. <laughs> Look it up. Well, you, you, what's his name? I don't your, even know his name. I just said his name, so it was your per- it was your personal Twitter Twitter. Well, Twitter no, handle. he he gets back at me. He's like, what's his name? He gets back what's at me name? and goes, "I don't think the differences are significant enough for for Paul Pierce to object the way he did." And um, if you were writing for a pro b-ball talk, you would understand. I think the differences are definitely significant, Dan. Oh, Dan Feldman, NBA. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> It's funny how you can put NBA in his Twitter handle, but he you can't put NBA in like NBC NBA. It has to be NBA Pro B ball talk. Yeah. Seems weird to me. The whole but the whole <laughs> the whole Paul Pierce going to Brooklyn, right? Like that was some, uh, that was no, but that was supposed to be like on paper. They were supposed to challenge the Miami Heat, right? So if if I recall, if memory serves me correct, that season, Deron Williams didn't start half of the season. Joe Johnson is Joe Johnson. He did nothing that season. No, you know, I mean, you know they, what held that team together? Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Yeah. And they weren't supposed to. They right. were supposed to come and reinforce those two. And, and Brooke Lopez. They were supposed to be option three and four yeah. for that team. Yeah. Or four and five, technically. Four and five with oh, Brooke Lopez. Right. If, if anybody ever well, he wants wasn't to healthy, try to but at the time he was. the Brooklyn trade to Kevin Garnett signing as a free agent to the, uh, uh, to the Warriors, you got to get, get your shit checked out. Right, that's, that's, all, that's all I'll say. That's like Paul Pierce joining the Nets in 02. That's like Paul Pierce losing to the Lakers and joining the Lakers in after 2010. 2010. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Yes. Don't compare the two. Completely different. Yes, That's Kevin joining. Garnett joining the Lakers after they lost in the Western Conference Finals in the Minnesota Timberwolves yep. Thank you. Exactly. In, 2000, in 2004, 2005. Get your facts straight, Dan. Just, yeah, get your facts straight, Dan. That's like Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors in – Seven years when he's at the tail end of his career. That's like Walter Ray going to Miami Heat. At the, oh, wait. No, he did do that. He did do that. Yeah, do you get it now, Dan? You get it? Do you get it, Dan? Danny? Go ahead, Daniel. Joel. What else you got? Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you got Causeway Street all riled up over here, Seriously. Danny boy. And fuck you, Draymond Green. Yeah. Uh, no, in case you missed it, Derek Rose. I'm not joking about this, man. His I know you're case, trying to bait me into this shit. The judge, in his, the judge in his case looks like might either one of two things, dismiss it or call a mistrial. Yeah. Have wait, you, wait, wait, have wait. you heard this the, thing the, is, the, the, is, is the shenanigans close? that are going on in this trial? Yeah, I, I have. No, tell me, Sean, because I, last, I'm, not, last I checked, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I, I don't. I don't. Okay. Basically, <laughs> basically what's happening is like they're saying they this chick. Okay, that part I know, but then I know the fact that but she. They're also now. Sa- so- but no, wait, 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 hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick. Didn't that's, they say that's, that's, that? Didn't they say that there's no evidence of her leaving the hotel? Like her, her story is just not matching up. Her story still- keeps changing. Okay, but they are also trying to make Derek Rose's and his boys' story keep changing. Well, basically, so Derek- apparently Derek Rose is colorblind and he can't see red. Which is weird to me because he played for the Bulls for a couple of years. So he probably saw green. And uh, eh, I'm just saying, well, I'm going to look at his turnover numbers on what he actually saw as a color. Like if he did see red as green, like what if he played the Celtics and they both had green on and he would be like, oh, man. What about when they had the St. Patrick jerseys? Yeah, uh, that's what he's talking hoo-hoo-hoo. about. <laughs> uh, turnovers. Anyways, no, but Rose but keeps also, saying, though, that the text message he received the following morning. About the burnt hands? Yeah. He Which keeps he, no. He keeps saying he keeps saying that doesn't change though. When it term, when it comes to this, this the whole the story, when he read that text message, he knew that something else was going to come from this. That this this woman was looking for a payday. Mm. So um, I mean, this, this is not going away. I People just think it's just like suit. I think it's all it's a silver suit. suit. It's a yeah. silver suit. Yeah. So this is just straight payday. They, yeah. She's not pressing charges to make Derrick Rose go to jail or nothing. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. But it kind of sounded like like you know if you don't 
give me whatever, then I can go down that route. Things but, just keep getting worse at Derrick yeah, Rose, man. It really does. Sad story. He plays, he plays in New York now. Yeah, it just sucks. It's all uh, downhill from here. He's got like Speaking eight, of things that suck. Eight torn MCLs. <laughs> People only can have two. He's got he's eight got like of a, them. He's got it. like a wooden leg now. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's weird. Peg leg motherfucker. <laughs> um, speaking of things that suck. Start to pile on him. In case, in case you missed it, um, Chris Bosh looks like he won't be playing this season. The Miami Heat won't clear him to play. He's not medically cleared by the team. Thanks, Pat. And instead of doing him the favor of just waving him, because it looks like Miami will get a good chunk of that money back, they're going to keep him on the roster until March 1st. And guess what? On March 1st, or after March 1st, when, you're, when you clear waivers and another team picks you up, you're not eligible to play in the playoffs. Which is stupid, I think, too, because all contracts are guaranteed after March 1st. So he would Chris Bosh is making that entire salary. But he's still getting waived. You know what I mean? But he's still making that entire t- salary for the year. Like, no, you're right. You're right. You know what because I mean? Because they've agreed to give you whatever. But Which is crazy. But you have to clear waivers, and if a team picks you up, yeah. you're not eligible to play I know, in the playoffs. Sucks. Which is yeah, like, it's just the rules. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he hasn't found a doctor that's going to clear him to play. Which is smart on his part because if he did find one, then okay. Miami is absolutely not going to clear him. Miami, I'm, I'm oh, so, I mean, they're not going to waive him. Excuse me, they're no, not the doctors. Him. The doctors have cleared him, but not the, the Miami's doctors. Yeah, Miami's doctors won't. But there have, there's doctors that, that have cleared I'm him. Surprised yeah. he NBA can't. doctors that he, he's, he's uh, good I don't to know go. about NBA doctors. Nah, well, I don't know NBA, but I'm saying like uh, if you can find somebody, you can say, you know, okay, NBA. It's up to Miami. I can though. play. To Miami. No, I know that. But I I'm think saying, the city of Miami the case, has the shadiest doctors in the world. Well, no, I'm saying world. if that's They'll the case, for anything. if that's the case, then that means Miami's definitely not going to let him, let him let him leave. So what do you do then? Do you go to the NBA? Because I don't think it's going to. I think he should. I don't know. Get some lawyers I mean, involved. Yeah, but he's on a contract. Though. But make a racket. Make a make a ruckus. I don't know. Pat Riley, man, grimy dude. Hey, I would like to see him play again. Slimy. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of him playing for a contender, is it you weird have that to think that a lot of teams for Chris Bosh right now? Because it's a little weird. It's a, it's, it a, a, it's, little it's weird. a, it's a, it's like rights, like human rights. Yeah, yeah. in a way, you know, I get mm-hmm. it. NBA is a business, but it's kind of messed up at the same time. We ready yeah. to say it? Well, yeah, it is. You're right. It's his right to play. Sean. It's his right to play. If I want to play, goddamn it. And he says he's healthy enough to play, or he's been cleared by other doctors for him to play, and Miami won't do it. Then that's kind of messed up to me, in my opinion. Yeah, let him play. In case you missed it, J.R. Smith. Still not signed by the Cleveland Cavaliers. And guess who's interested in signing him, possibly? The C's? Would you guys mind J.R. Smith on this roster? Let's phrase that question again. Would you rather have – you have to pick one. J.R. Smith, R.J. Hunter, or James Young? R.J. Hunter. What the hell is wrong with you, (laughs) man? I don't think we need. I don't think the Celtics need J.R. Smith to be honest. You know what? Yes, no, no, they no. do. No, 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 we no. just talked not about for the, not for the no. money he's we asking for. We just talked about for twenty five minutes the fact that we don't have an M- a- a- NBA three point shooter, no, and they, you guys are trying to say R.J. Hunter is more valuable than James no, Jones. I didn't say anything. I just said I don't want J.R. Smith no, in the squad. No, no, no. <laughs> Obviously, I would pick J.R. Smith, but the 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 main concern here is that J.R. Smith is not going to leave Cleveland. They're going to figure out a deal. He's going to stay are we put. Talking about it. Because it's funny that the Celtics would be interested. That's they weird. are interested because it's a possibility, man. Yeah, but what makes the Celtics think that he would not only because not if, only not if, only take less money to come to the Celtics, but he's not going to be a starter, Sean. But so if the why would he get, do that? If the bridges get burned and he comes and he's able to say, you know what, screw the Cavaliers, I'm going to go make some money. I'm going to play on the Celtics, who have a legitimate shot of knocking off the Cavs this year. But the yeah. cat, but they, they, they have up. they have a role waiting for him. He's their starting shooting guard. Well, you know what I mean. You should pay him like a starting shooting guard. Well, no, yeah. that's on Cleveland. No, no, Whatever. No, no, no. I'm when, just saying. When Sean, when Sean puts it that way, if the bridges are burned and he's like, I'm out either way. Yeah, sign me up. Sign him to the Celtics. Right. Let's do it. You know, not for the money he's asking for. Because no team, no team he is going to offer man. him the money that he's asking for, or they would have already done it. Well, he's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Can you imagine him in a Celtics uniform? Oh, yes, he is, Daryl. That would be a funny sight to see. Yeah. Well, that's brain. it. That's it for in case you missed it. Obviously, as usual, you can find us on all social media accounts. Social media. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You know what? For the clip show, you should have made a highlight of you just saying this over and over again. At Causeway Street. That's not a nice way. That really uh, hurts my feelings. Why is he talking like that? That's like his, us on Facebook. That's his regular voice. This is how I talk. You sound like a 1940s reporter on the, on the radio. <laughs> and the news today... We're gonna blow this they story wide open, yeah. wide open, folks. This is this is WCSW Radio, Causeway Street. Get it? 
I'm not even going to get into this. I'm no, not like even, us on, I'm not, I'm for not, real, like us on, like us on Facebook. I'm not going backslash there. Causeway Street blog. You can uh, backslash, 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 not the front slash, not front slash, slash, backslash. 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 You can follow us on uh, <laughs> on SoundCloud. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, and also download the CLNS Radio app. Yes, your place for all Boston sports, right? Boston sports. Yeah. Yes. Pod coverage. All different podcasts on there. We're under the umbrella now. Shout out to them. Anything else? Clip oh, show. Yeah. It's happening. It, it already happened. It's up next. Yeah, it's not. Stay it's tuned. not. It's not happening tonight, though. One thousand percent. It's not happening tonight. All right. Go ahead. Sean, where can they find you on the interwebs? All right. Yep. Uh, so I don't tweet anymore, but I'll start tweeting again. I promise. So this is starting at Sean Dutra. And you can follow Joe at J-O-E underscore S-W-A-Y one zero. Dude was on the Celtics game today. You see that? He I'm made sure halftime. So sure I did. Made halftime. He was on the CSN at halftime. Scal was psyched. He always is. Always is. Until next time, folks. Anyways, later.